Humorous Nurses with Kelly and Alicia. The podcast where you don't learn anything useful. (laughs) Welcome to our first episode of Two Humorous Nurses, where we plan to bring you funny, informal, conversational chat about all things nursing. Today, you get to meet us. So, Two Humorous Nurses podcast um, came about because we appreciate that nurses are rare. They find humour in the dark and sometimes ghosts and then laugh about it. If you're a nurse, know a nurse, want to be a nurse or just love to laugh, then this is the podcast for you. We're going to share stories, laughs and probably tears and give you some realistic, unfiltered, uncensored, inappropriately humorous insight into the life of a nurse. Alicia, tell us about you. Oh, we'll have to go first. <laughs> because that's how we wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this was tricky for me. I think you want to say all the good things about yourself, but if I'm honest... Um, I'd say that I'm stubborn, headstrong, and a (laughs) self-proclaimed bombshell, (laughs) which (laughs) that's actually a stupid inside theatre joke. Um, Anyway, we'll save that one for another day. (laughs) So um, I was born and raised in Hopper's Crossing in a really rough section um, called Birdsville. And if you're from that area, you know what I'm talking about. Um... And I grew up in a highly dysfunctional family, which Kelly and I bond over frequently (laughs) Um, and moved in with my dad when I was 18 because I wanted to be a paramedic. Nice. Mm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That did not happen. Um, Kelly, describe yourself. (laughs) I love how I get to go first and you get to sit there laughing at me. Uh, Well, I'm Kelly. I'm a middle-aged woman who's very immature. Boomer. <laughs> I'm not a boomer. <laughs> I just made the cut off for Gen X. Um, I don't act my age. I don't look it uh-huh. either. Thank you. She'll be the first one to tell you that too. <laughs> no, everyone tells me that. <laughs> this is everyone's favourite shirt on me. Um, I am from Western Australia, but uh, yep, born and raised absolute sand groper. Um, living in Victoria, so what a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time to be living in Victoria. <laughs> I'm married to a very bearded, tattooed man um, and I'm a mum to an eight-year-old, almost eight-year-old, very sassy mini-me version of myself. <laughs> Is it bad that I'd include, include that I was married or that I was pregnant? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Priorities, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I think I'm very honest, opinionated, caring, loyal. I think I'm very funny. Everyone will agree with that very soon. <laughs> I love to laugh. I love to scare people. <laughs> and I love to cook. I'm a very true Cancerian. Love my home, family mm-hmm. and friends. And I love missing having everyone around. And my very poorly lit fire <laughs> with the amazing food that keeps them coming back. Kelly has the worst fires. <laughs> like we have five hit Friday nights. And I well, we did blankets, and we started bringing our own wood because <laughs> the fires were so bad. They get they will get better, but it's like summer now, so whatever. <laughs> Thank God, um, not missing much. No. <laughs> I listen to podcasts every night when I cook, and I just thought I could do a podcast. So here we are, and, and then Kelly roped me into doing a podcast because <laughs> Alicia loves to talk mm. almost as much as me, and we get on really well, and we mm. talk. We like bicker without it being an issue. So yeah. it's great. I just feel like that's what happens when you get too like 
strong women <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. We're um, always right. And it, and we are in our own way. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, I'm right in the right way. No, that's your interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have gone so much further into who you really are. I'm like, what? Yeah, well, I had time. You've been very busy. I have been busy. But, um, you know, I don't do much. Not I don't, don't work shift or anything. So I'm good. I have every night. <sighs> um. Why don't you tell us about why you are a nurse since it's <laughs> a nursing a podcast? Yeah, yeah. That's so true. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, when I first moved here, I started working in a cafe and all the paramedics used to go there and I was like, what can I do? How can I get into paramedics? And they were like, go and be a nurse. And I was like, well, that's not helpful. <laughs> and they're like, no, you're going to learn everything you need to know- learn as a nurse and you'll have a way better like foundation, then go on and do paramedics if that's what you still want to do. And I was like, if you say so. So then got into nursing and um, I feel like once I got into nursing and realised you literally have unlimited opportunities as a nurse and particularly unlimited opportunities for growth as a nurse, um, when you compare that to paramedics, like um, I feel like nursing – there's longevity in nursing. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'm really tall and I really didn't like the idea of bending down in the back of a van. Yeah. <laughs> Doing CPR on the ground. Oh, no thanks. Although I haven't <laughs> done that before. Bathrooms. Always. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I was always fascinated by the human body, I think. like it, 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 And it's hard because I got into nursing not because I wanted to care for people. Like that was never – and it sounds bad and I've reflected on that sometimes <laughs> because I feel like every single nurse that you speak to, it's because they really want to help people or they really want to look after people. And I wasn't like that. I was like, I want to get in there and put in <laughs> ICCs and I want to – This is why you're the biggest shit magnet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because that's literally you're all You're like one thing in general. I'm like yeah. the complete opposite. Nothing <laughs> ever happens on my shifts. That's because I have no desire to – ever have adrenaline in my body oh see well I think and then after like so I had a car accident Kelly knows a lot about that but after that I think it put things into perspective with me as well like I really didn't want to be going to road accidents and I didn't want that I think now um when I have those real adrenaline fueled moments I really have to concentrate on sort of gathering myself again afterwards because It like takes a toll on you, especially when you were in that state yeah. for such a long time um, when I was. And I think now, thankfully, those kind of situations are few and far between. But um, yeah, I think it's interesting that kind of people that nursing attracts. And for me, I think that's why I've ended up becoming a nursing leader because um, maybe I'm not going to say I'm not the most attentive nurse because I do feel like I am a good nurse. Yeah, um, definitely. But I feel like... They're sitting by the bedside and holding their hands isn't really my thing. Sometimes it is, but it's not all the time. And I yeah. feel like some nurses are so gifted in that way. Yeah. But I don't feel that I am. I'll never forget, actually, you said something to me that I'll never forget because I've never considered myself to be good in palliative care. I feel like I do a good job, but I don't think it's for me. And I'll never forget, it was like one of my first patients that passed away and you had said to me, if they're alone, I like to put like maybe a flower on them or like in their hand or something. Um, You know, if they've got no one here with them, then it sort of like brings a sign of peace or uh, makes them feel like, I guess maybe it's more for us. But I remember you telling me that you put a flower with them. I just think that 
um, we don't talk about death a lot and I think we'll do an episode on death Absolutely. because it's quite taboo to talk about and I work in oncology so death is something that we talk about all the time. Yeah. Um, and I've always been a big believer that if people leave really beautiful lives then they should be able to die beautifully Absolutely. and we should respect that end of life process totally. and it should be beautiful. It should be beautiful with family, it should be beautiful for them and often we do it quite badly because um, drugs and pain and, you know, sometimes you can't keep them in Manage a comfortable well. state. Yeah. But people will die without their family being present and I think that if the family aren't coming back to see them, which sometimes they don't want to and mm. that's that's fine, that we should, you know, at respect least respect them. the dead yeah, and the, the bodies are still our patients and until still they them. leave. Yeah. That's right, absolutely. yeah. And I think that... um. I think you do do things well because you're very calming around family. So whilst you might not feel like you're a very caring nurse um, and it doesn't come naturally maybe, mm. like I get that because I'm not very maternal. Mm. See, I'm the opposite. I feel like I'm super maternal but yeah. I find it difficult to relate to everyone. Like I, Yeah. Yeah. And I can I enjoy relating to patients and, mm. be, and being that comfort mm. even though I'm quite hard sometimes and I say all the things that everyone – doesn't want to say to them yeah. i'll say it to yeah yeah um but when it comes to being like maternal like mothering's hard mm, <laughs> i'd rather yeah. nurse yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll <laughs> be another bloody <laughs> topic oh that's good another day. i love that um why did you get into nursing i actually haven't heard this story um, <laughs> i know that you've been a nurse for a long time a long time baby baby yeah. no i'm not i'm gen x let's remember that She's um <laughs> I I actually didn't want to be an nurse either. I come from a medical family. I have an orthopaedic surgeon for a grandfather and my grandmother and my mum were both nurses and aunties and stuff. I didn't know that. Um, and everyone sort of always assumed that I'd be a nurse because I'm a girl and my granddad never pushed me. I think I would have been a doctor had he have pushed that women could be doctors but I women do, were nurses. I do remember you telling me you were going to be a mortician. Yes, yes. That's, <laughs> that's my next line. <laughs> I wanted to be a mortician. I was – I'm a – well, again, I was a little obsessed with death, I guess. I just um, – <laughs> and I was in high school and Explains it was year so 10. Much. <laughs> and we had to sit – my dad used to train racehorses or um, trotters for uh, the Perslow family in Western Australia. They're a big um, funeral company over there. And not that I ever saw dead bodies or anything like that, but I think being around it and, um, you know, and I um, went – it was year 10 and we had to sit down and discuss our topics – year 11 and 12 to set you know the path of your future because it's what you do when you're 15 and I was like I want to be a mortician I want to work with dead bodies I want to embalm them oh my god (laughs) why the the, uh, coordinator just was like flicking through the book of all the subjects and she was like we'll just put you in human bile and uh and then I got a letter to have an appointment with the guidance you're gonna be a taxidermist (laughs) (laughs) what do we do with this kid (laughs) and she literally just looked at me and she was just like oh human bile and I wasn't that like that smart so human biology was literally the highest subject I did did like all little lower subjects and I did terribly in it oh god it was terrible but anyway it turns out um to become a mortician you would have had to go to uni in Melbourne and at the time I just I wasn't into it and it sounded really difficult and so I just I didn't do it and I ran away and worked on cattle stations when I was 17 I got as far away from my mother as I could (laughs) and took me to Queensland four days on a bus (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 12 night, twelve hours overnight in Port Augusta alone at 17. It was terrifying. I kept using my ATM card in the machine every hour so that people, people would know I was there. <laughs> oh 
It was terrible. And um, yeah, so I worked as a, as a governess, cowgirl, jewelry, whatever you want to call me, for like four years all over Australia and I loved it. And then I was 20 and I thought, God, I better come back and do some, you know, real life stuff. And everyone was like, oh, you'll just be a nurse. And I was like, oh, I suppose I will. So I went and did my enrolled nursing at TAFE because I wasn't paying uni fees <laughs> if I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. And um, I loved it. Loved every – I mean, I did really well, got great grades. I was like – were you surprised that you liked it? Yes. And I was surprised that I was good at it because I'm not, I'm not like good at maths and I'm not good at... I'm so surprised by that. I always considered you to be like super in touch. I, you mean, I mean, no I one f- ever just stands there and goes, yeah, I'm really <clears> smart. <throat> but I feel like, I mean, I feel like I'm intelligent, but I feel like it's a learned intelligence. Like mm. I did really well at school. Like I did really well at school. I say that, but I got like season eight. So I was either really good or mediocre. Sure. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I was kind of like that. Uni transcripts are exactly the same. It's like <laughs> high distinctions or passes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's so good. Um, and I just, yeah. That and was then, purely out of laziness in my opinion. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then I got a, you know, went and worked as an enrolled nurse. And I like, yeah, I just loved it. Within six months, I knew it was exactly what I wanted to do. That's and cool. It's, I mean, my 20th year this year and I've done so much and so many different things and all over Western Australia and um and like like, sorry no go go. I was gonna say do you feel like you found your passion now do you feel like this is your calling in oncology um it's funny because I got into theatre uh as part of my grad program so I transitioned from EN to RN after 10 years and I had the choice of theatre or cardiology and as you know I hate hearts (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you. 20 years and I still can't read an ECJ if it's like beeping that at least they're alive. <laughs> if not, give them some adrenaline. If it's going bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Just turn it off, walk away. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, God, I don't want to do either of them because I did not want to go into the theatre because of my granddad's um, mm. history. Anyway, I went into theatre because hearts, oh, horrible. And um, loved it. And so I did five years in theatre and I honestly just thought that was where I would be for the rest of my life. Mm. I was in a private hospital so we had really good, you know, we did really cool things. I did massive big surgeries that took 12 hours and just like, you know, I pulled an eyeball out of her head and did a big thing in a patient's neck. Like it was just such cool shit. And then, um, yeah, and then we came over here and I got back on the wards and I was like, why? Mm. Why am I back on the wards? And so I think I jumped at any opportunity that came my way when we moved over here. Yeah. To um, was it where we work uh, the first place that you worked when you came to Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. So I had the job before I even moved over here, which was amazing, oh, yeah. and I love it. And yeah. I probably, um, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't have any intention of leaving yeah. anytime soon. I yeah. think we're very happy here. Yeah. But oncology, I do like it. I um, I had to grow on me to start with, uh, but I think I found. I get really good compliments from people on my page. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I work with a really good crew. So I think work life is mm. just. Um, you do is, have a good team down there. Yeah. And it, and we are tight and, mm. you know, we provide really good services considering um, where we live. So. Yeah, so true. Yeah. I feel like my journey, like. I went straight into my RN after having a gap year and did my grad year close to home, even though I really, really wanted to do it at the children's. Didn't quite make the cut. We won't talk about that. <laughs> oh, no. They uh, put you in the – what do they call What do you call although, it? Although <laughs> <laughs> I um, 
it's funny because after when I did my grad applications, I had just met the person who is now my husband, and I was like, okay, I really want to go to Melbourne. I really want this to happen. But then I really want this relationship to happen. So I was kind of like, well, if I go to Melbourne, then that's the way it's meant to be. But if I get in locally, then that's what's meant to happen. And it was probably the best thing that could have ever happened because then it allowed Mick and I to be together. And then, you know, we ended up moving in together. And and I really did get a lot out of my grad rotation um, and then ended up in theatre the same as you. And when you talk about theatre, it's exactly how I feel because when I worked there, it's in you did mostly scrub, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I hate anesthetics. Yeah. Um, so I love anesthetics. <laughs> so um, I really thought this is it for me. This is what I want to do. Um, and then I think the culture in theatre can be really challenging mm. and I really struggled with that. Specific, like particularly because um, I have a very kind of bubbly personality and I can be quite assertive. I feel like you need to be assertive when you work in that kind of environment oh, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, but I feel like it wasn't always appreciated and I didn't feel like I had people there, like safe people there. And um, it really, you know, and then after I had the car accident, they were so unsupportive of me. So I really felt like it wasn't the place for me to be anymore. And then it's so strange because then I changed jobs and – I was like, well, well, this is what I'm resigned to for now. And, you know, my job now is literally one of the best jobs I've ever had. And I and I used to get up going to work to theatre and be like, I don't feel like going to work today. I don't want to go to work. Don't make me go. And now I go to work and I think, oh, I love my job. And it's because it's so different. Every single day is so different. Yeah, that's right. It's not, and I used to think that theatre nurses were trained monkeys. <laughs> and, I mean, that's, that's obviously not the case at yeah. all. Um, you really have to have such a good memory and literally. You have to be like, I remember, um, a, you know, a really senior scout nurse said to me, scrub nurse said to me, you have to be one step ahead of the theatre at all, um, of the surgeon, surgeon yeah, at all times. Absolutely. And I was like, but I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And she's like, learn. You will, yeah. And I can remember just thinking, I'm never going to get this. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're like, you got it. they're asking for you specifically in these big cases yeah. because, you know, and you have to learn dexterity. Like, it's Absolutely. so skilled. Yeah. And then yeah. when you leave and go back to the ward, you're like, oh, God, more ops. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Why how do you, you make awake? aunties again? <laughs> I forgot. Is this cannula okay? <laughs> Uh, I literally, when I went from, because I went from theatre back to kids ward for a while and I was like, can someone help me? How do I dilute these aunties? They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah. We had a whole um, fight over how to dilute aunties. Me and you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're both right. doesn't matter. You can use Ceylon if you want to. Yeah, well, (laughs) Ceylon is what I do. You do water, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, reconstitute with water, dilute with Ceylon. (laughs) Because I was like, whatever, no well, one reads all that's the like bloody kids words. Ward, kids ward best practice. Like, and that's why, yeah, see, I'm anal. And Kelly's bad nurse. Hey. No, that is like 20 kidding. years of She hasn't taught me anything, though. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Do we feel like we've talked about ourselves enough? Oh, we've got blind questions. See, I'm a bit nervous about this because it. you had said – that this was something that you'd like thought about for ages. And I thought like, have you specifically thought of it for me? No. Well, well <laughs> exciting. I ask on anyone that ever does an, um, like an ask me anything on Insta stories, 
I always ask this question. I'm actually curious about the answer, to be honest, because I would find it difficult to answer. But I have done it so many times on Abby Chatfields and she's never answered. Abby Chatfields! <laughs> it's rude. From The Bachelor. I if love you don't her. know who she is, she's a savage bitch. I love her. That's um, another thing you and I bond over, actually. Yeah. Batchy and how bad last season was. Do you know they've canned Bachelor in Paradise? It's not happening anymore in Australia next year. Yeah, do you know why? Because they can't find anyone good and entertaining. All the good people have already <laughs> been on. Up. Just bring in, um, what's that, Love Island? Oh, bring in, yes. oh, so you're going to say bring show. back Ivan. Okay, this is not a Bachelor <laughs> podcast. Okay. Um, all right, so death, uh, here you go. What's your death row meal? Death row meal. Like what I would eat before I'm going to die. Mm-mm. Yeah, because you've got to die on a full stomach. Nothing messy. <laughs> I'll shit myself. <laughs> Make it hard for him. <laughs> Chili. Make him clean me up. <laughs> Did this me whole life. Now it's your turn. I want fruits <laughs> and chia seeds and a bit of pear. Oh, dear God. <laughs> um, well, hot chips. Like, I mean, I'm talking like. I don't like the thick cut ones. Oh. I like thin fries. Okay, look, Macca's chips clearly like top of the list for me. Actually, KFC chips pretty KFC are the best. And they've got to be hot and extra salt. Salty. Done. Okay, hot extra salt KFC chips with um, – oh, I'm going to say this is, might be a bit controversial. An egg and bag. Oh, No. I was going to say an egg and bacon roll from Baker's Delight, but I've just upped it now. This is going to be the weirdest carbo-loaded dinner ever. Yeah, I think you're allowed. Right. KFC chips, extra hot, extra salt, with a cream cheese bagel. Yeah. With sticky date pudding and ice cream. Done. Nice. I just love ice cream. I would have had that as my meal. Like... Ben and Jerry's or something, or high tech, or just oh no, it's got to be like that connoisseur, like the cookies and cream, or like no, one of those like Norgan vase, like homemade ice Mm. creams. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, stop talking about ice cream because I'm salivating, (laughs) and I'm pregnant, and you know I could just like Hulk out at any moment. (laughs) Okay, I actually have a question for you. So these blind questions, we didn't know like what was going to happen. So I went super deep (laughs) with this one. No. What would you say was the most important moment of your life so far? Oh, my God. I know. Hackers. <laughs> I can't believe I just said hackers on the podcast. Um, oh, wow. Oh, so I, I would probably – okay, I'll, I reckon it was taking a chance on um, – Cam. Cam. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I was a, I was single literally, uh, single by choice literally for the whole of my 20s. I didn't want a relationship. Um, and I was very happy just doing my thing, traveling around, doing what I wanted. And then I started chatting uh, online through, I was on a Ute forum. God, I'm so Aussie. What is that? Like, I, I drove a Ute. Oh. oh. The most God. awesome VYU. Um, and I was on a Ute forum it's called ProUtes.com. Doesn't exist anymore. It's so sad. And I used to go to Ute shows like Ute Musters. And, um, oh, I could just imagine. Yeah, I had stickers. I had a sticker on the back of my Ute that said, Smile and Wave, boys. Smile and Wave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I God. cannot picture this like country bumpkin Ute Muster going, Kelly. 
Bloody um, hell. And so Cam and I were chatting online and, and he did, he did, uh, he was over here in Victoria and he did uh, like late, like what do you call it, like night feel at Woolies. And um, I was doing permanent night shifts at the job that I was at. And so we'd spend heaps of time talking on Facebook and whatever. And then, um, <laughs> and then uh, I was supposed to go on a family holiday, but I ditched it and I came to Melbourne instead i lied to everybody and this is the this is where it's like 31 and i get to the airport and cam picks me up and he's like super shy and then we get to his ute because of course he had a ute we get to his ute and he had pee plates on and i literally shit myself because <laughs> in western australia you have pee plates for one year when you're 17 and oh. i was like oh what have i done <laughs> i was like how old are you how old are you i don't want to go to jail <laughs> i don't know why we'd never talked about it, but he, he had a beard like he looked old yeah, and yeah. he thought i looked young naturally yeah, of course yeah and sure. so i was like how old are you and he's like 20 and i was like oh god at least you're not a teenager <laughs> anyway we've been coming up to our 11th year together and i've um, awesome. been married for oh god you guys are pretty Eight? rare yeah, we're like an old. We were an old married couple from the day we got. No, I mean with like how much you talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> we might talk about it. That's about all if you ask him. <laughs> I just love you too. You crack me up. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Thanks for listening to our first attempt at our humorous podcast, <laughs> Alicia. I was going to say, did you learn anything about me today? But you probably did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't realise you got into nursing um, sort of reluctantly, maybe. Um, yeah, we both did, isn't that Yeah, funny? well, isn't that, yeah. Yeah. And we're we both love so it. fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Best nurses ever. Yeah, I know. It's pretty crazy. Um, I guess, we you know, we bring different kind of skills. And, and I think personality has a lot to do with nursing, for sure. Um, yeah, and I was going to say earlier another, I don't know what, what we were talking about, but I was going to say I don't understand how... Um, you can be a nurse and work long-term in an area that you dislike. Mm. Like as – I mean, people can go to their jobs and really hate it and sort of get on with it. But yeah, as a if nurse, like if a you go center. to your job when you hate it, that's very hard to hide from patients. Oh, and your patients would feel that and they would know that you are dissatisfied. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing worse than a grumpy nurse. No, mate. Oh, maybe a grumpy patient. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always think – like when people say things like, oh – Oh, he's so grumpy. I think, yeah, well, I'd be grumpy too if my leg got cut off. Yeah, I know. Like, there's always a reason. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Um, did anything surprise you about me? Um, like I didn't know how much you loved hot chips. <laughs> I really honest. do love hot chips. <laughs> Next time we should have hot chips. For yeah. sure. They can listen Damn to us eat. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of ASMR. Mate. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do we have coming up for those people who are bored enough to keep listening? Well, next episode, um, we are discussing expectation versus reality in terms of nursing. Um, and I have so much to say on this topic, obviously, because I, well, wasn't planning. I don't even think I knew what nursing was when I got into it. I had no idea, actually. None. I just knew they worked in hospitals. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was never going to be a nurse. It was never something, you know, that I was going to do. Anyway. Um, Righty, yeah. So, don't forget to subscribe yes. to our podcast. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Two Humorous Nurses Podcast. You can email us with your topics, send in stories, whatever you want to say to me. We can't wait to hear from you. Mm. Send in some topic suggestions, like things that yeah. you might like us to talk about on yep. the show. Although we've got about a hundred topics already <laughs> that we have to get through, but um, we would love to hear from 
anyone who's listening, send us an email. We'd love it. Yeah. And we're going to have a stories episode, definitely. So um, send them in. Um, you can email us at humorousnurses at gmail.com. That's humorous, like the bone. H-U-M-E-R-U-S, nurses at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.